endure my jubilant this evening. Gosh, crack open the bloody champagne, you know, let's have a bath in it. Oh, gosh, oh. Um, I'm so, I'm so excited, I'm, I'm so excited that I could actually have sex with a woman tonight, and that would be a first. Hello and welcome to Bottle Pop. My name is Tom Aspall and this is not so much a podcast but rather a support group for people working in the music industry from Telford. That's all two of us. Uh, this week I am joined by Emma Stone, Willis, Bunton, Jay Marsh. Hello Emma, how are you doing? That's a nice round of applause. There we go. I just want to apologise straight up, two points. A, I've got really bad hay fever and I keep sniffing and that is really embarrassing. I don't have a problem. And B, there are some cretins on mopeds that keep going up and down the street. Welcome to Hackney. If you hear sirens, welcome to Hackney. This is it. I will track them down. I will find them. I think I have kind of got closer to finding one where, where one lives. And when I do, there will be um, retribution. So... Um, yeah, so I, uh, this is episode two of Bottle Pop, um, I did one last night, I'm doing them all in bulk, and, uh, I... There'll be an AA meeting at the end I of the I genuinely feel like there needs, there might have to be, um, I am a little bit hungover from, <laughs> from yesterday, because I didn't drink, uh, for a month until yesterday, but I thought I'd change it up today. Um, hair um, of the dog. Hair of the dog, and it's. It, I'm not going to tell you what the time is, but it's still light, and we. <laughs> I have not eaten lunch, so. Pre six p.m. It's pre six, but somewhere in the world it's after five, so I am going to pop. It's a Friday. It is Friday, exactly. There we go. TGIF. TGIF. So I'm going to pop this peanut rose, or peanut rose. Again, it's from Sainsbury's. Taste the difference. Oh god, I'm struggling with this. It's a spot who worked in a bar. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready? Oh, Ooh, that was a good one. That was a really good one. All right, let me. Oh, smooth. That's lovely. Rough with the smooth. Is that a nice glass for you then? Yeah, that's fine. Give that a little whirl. Let me know how it is. I should probably swallow my chewing gum. It's like. Don't do that. Sainsbury's iron mixed with Wrigley's. You shouldn't do that because it collects in your stomach and people have to have it removed because it won't be digested. Cheers! So what are we toasting, Emma? Uh, I was thinking we should toast Tony Collette's performance in Muriel's Wedding. Oh, that, wonderful, yes. <laughs> again, again, to Tony Collette. Tony Muriel's Collette. Wedding. Oh. It's just... I was watching it the other day, and I used to watch it a lot with my mum. Yes. But it's just her in that. So good. You're terrible, Muriel. And Abba, obviously, one of my favourite Well, bands. it's like you can't get a better soundtrack. Mm-mm. But also, it's just their performance of, is it Waterloo? Uh, is it? I when, can't when they go to the, when they go on holiday. Let's ask And she him. meets the chick. Did you know there's a stage adaptation of it as what? well? Yes. So we should probably go and see that together. Uh, yeah, September 2016, it was announced that Sydney Theatre Company will produce a musical adaptation of Muriel's Wedding, and it will incorporate songs by Abba. Oh my God, we should so go. So into it. Have you seen Mamma Mia? No. Okay. Well, the film or the... The film. Uh, yeah, I was a 
very disappointed. Oh, no. I actually really liked it, but I think that's because no, I've got you know, bad I do taste. love Ju Julie Walters in it. I think love she's Julie. amazing. But well, she's just, got that brummy accent. Yeah, and she's just fun, but I don't really like the rest of them. I just it was just a bit too like high budget. Yeah, and I think with like Muriel's Wedding, it's very like low budget bitches. Yeah. yeah. Bit shit, but, but it's I, great. It did make me want to go on holiday, and actually, when I watch it, I still sort of long for Greece because a but little. You're known, going very soon. I am going. I'm going next week. And a little known fact: I actually lived in Greece for six months, and. Uh, I don't think it's the same. I lived in Cyprus. Did you? Yeah, for like I did like a season in Napa. Did you really? Oh my god! <laughs> so Telford. No. So when I just I, think, I, well, I left school and then just went. And you just went. And, uh, and That's called, quite. Called a... My mum and was like, "Hey, I'm in Napa." Was it eighteen to thirty kind of? Thing? Well, no, I went when I was seventeen, okay. so I wasn't allowed to work, but I just had to lie. And... So, if for people that don't know, uh, Emma is from Telford, um, which is a town in Shropshire. It's a new town, so I think, you like know... Like Milton Keynes. Similar vibe to Milton Keynes, yeah. All brand new, lots of roundabouts. Um, and I'm actually not from Telford, but my family have lived there for 15 years. So I kind of feel... And I went to senior school there. So I kind of feel like, you know, we both have... Yeah, like post-traumatic stress <laughs> disorder from that. That's why you came to London. That's why I, I had... <laughs> yes, I had to get out. But, you know, Telford's not that bad. I do go back... Like four yeah, times I mean, it's definitely year. nice places. There's like the Iron Bridge it's where there's beautiful. a bit of sun. Very Everyone heads there. I'll tell you who else is from uh, near Telford. Jeremy Corbyn. Is, really? Yes, he went to school in Newport. Yeah, there's a claim to fame for you. And if you listen to him when he talks, he actually sounds a little bit. Yeah, he definitely sounds. Well, I thought he was from like Midlands. A bit Shropshire, like, yeah. yeah. And then the other person who's from Telford, and I think um, the best claim to fame is Lolly. I don't know if you remember Lolly. As in, like... As in Viva Viva, La Radio. And, like, didn't she do a cover of uh, Girls Just Want Hey Never? Mickey. Oh, Hey Mickey. Yes, it's Hey Mickey. And she's had ribbons in her hair. It's, like, the best Top of the Pops performance ever. Yes. Like, she is literally, like... I don't know, a chipmunk on acid. So she was from Telford? Yeah, iconic. I'm just going to bring it, bring up her... I don't know if this is going to pick it up. Yeah, do you remember this? Yeah, so it's like smash hits. Yeah, it's a bit before your time, maybe. No, 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 hey, Mickey. Beautiful. And, she was, and wasn't it on the Bring It On soundtrack? Was well? it? Yeah, at the end, and they all done it. She's great, like she's so... If it happened to her, she's like dropped off. She might work in Telford Town Centre now. <laughs> Southwater. No. In Southwater. <laughs> I can't even do the accent, yours, yours is so strong. Um, well it's not, you, you've, you've, you've got rid of it, which is good. Yes, yeah, so I, when did I first meet you, Emma? I feel like it was quite a long time ago. Uh, and you weren't doing what you do now, you were working somewhere else, right? Yeah, so I think I emailed you. Did you? And then, yeah, you came into the office. <gasps> this was around the time of <clears throat> Indiana, right? When I yeah. released that. And I feel like you were working for a management company then, right? Yeah, so it was just like me and this one guy. Yeah. And I just remember I emailed. And then we still both didn't know we we were both from Shropshire. <laughs> I love how that's the defining. <laughs> we were just like, what? And I just remember there was a moment, like, oh my god. So yeah, you were working for a management company, and what? How did you come across Indiana? Was that? I on think it was just SoundCloud. Like, SoundCloud. I was just like, I think maybe like 
Emnike like liked it, and it was back in the day on SoundCloud where like on your newsfeed you could yes. see like who liked what. And so this is was... the thing that's that's pretty much how my career started is because Emnike liked a song of mine. <laughs> That, that is that is the truth. I I, I did. When you win that Grammy, it's like that's who you'll speak. That is who I will thank. I did. I um, uploaded Indiana a really rough demo, but it seemed to capture a lot. Yeah, because I remember you saying it was rough. Yeah, you said you recorded the vocals on your laptop. Yeah, using my iPhone headphones. Oh my god. Seriously. Yeah. But I remember it was really good, and we got you in. And then somehow the conversation got to Telford, didn't it? Yeah, it eventually came. We were just like kind of gobsmacked, and then. Then we just kind of became more like Facebook friends and Twitter friends. Facebook away from friends work. away from work, and then in a way we've sort of almost gone full circle. And I'm pretty sure um, I've like come into contact with you loads of times because now you're an extremely successful music manager, killing it, and you manage some of the most uh, sought after producers and artists in the industry at the moment. In my opinion, in my humble opinion. Um, how did you get into that? Did you did you start by interning or did you um, sort of? No, just well, fall actually, into when it? I met you, that was the first job I ever had within music. Wow! So I'd actually that was like four years ago. Yeah, and I'd actually emailed that guy for about two years to give me a job. Yeah. Um, wow. I must say, like, not every day because that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but so it pays off, doesn't it? Yeah, and then I just like. I think he asked me, because I think I probably met you in like the March or the April. Yeah. I met him in the December before. Okay. And he asked me to move down, move down like two weeks later, and then it just kind of rolled from there. Oh so it was quite quick. But yeah. I kind of, before that, just added a lot of people. This was when it was like acceptable to just add random people on Facebook. Yeah. So I just kind of added everyone I kind of knew that it was within music when oh I was still God. living in Telford. Yeah, I had this conversation with the manager the other day, and he was like, so you basically got your career through stalking. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I did. You know what? No shame in that. I absolutely love um, one of your. I mean, I can say EXO, can't I? I'm yeah. sure you wouldn't mind. He, one of his songs from last year, I put it on my top 20 songs of the year. I thought it was great. Um, or maybe it wasn't last year. It was the year before, 2015. He's singing in it though. I can't remember. Ah, uh, Flames of the Phoenix. There we go. So good. And I, I love that song. I think it's amazing. And I think that was around about the same time that you. Um, what something happened? Like with, did you email? Oh no, the email that I had that went viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what <laughs> happened? So basically, someone actually emailed me. I think we. Would, I was doing a release that summer with him, yeah. which that song was on. Yeah. And. So, you know, when a release comes out, a lot of people then email you because they're obviously finding it and being like, oh, hey, can we work with this guy? And this random dude just emailed me and was like, hey, can I work with XO? And I was like, sorry, but he's like now recording, so he's yeah. not got time, which is quite a usual response. Yeah. And then... Nice and polite. Yeah, and it wasn't as if I was saying like, no, completely. And then he just kind of sent me this Aggie response, which is like... <sighs> you're a fucking cleaner, like, it's a male industry. And I was like, who the fuck are you, dude? Oh, my God. And, I, and that kind of shit just makes me laugh. Like, I don't get very, like, sad or sentimental, like, yeah. kind of overly, like, pro-woman about yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah, I, But that is disgusting, isn't it? I mean, yeah. It's just because he read your name on the email, Emma. So yeah, he, and it was just kind of like, I think he called me a piece of shit as well. Which was like It's like my favourite way to sign an email off, is like, you're a piece of shit. And I was like, wow. Wow. And I was like, I'm going to have that as my Twitter bio. So just to reiterate, you, someone asked to work with one of your clients and you politely said they're otherwise engaged 
and because you're a woman, they went off on a rant calling you a piece of shit and said you're a cleaner and that it's a male industry. Well, I think it was, I kind of got the impression it's like they clearly didn't really work in music that much right. because it's like... Bit that, of a weirdo, do you think? Yeah, maybe, but also it's kind of one of those things where it's like if you work genuinely in music, you mm -hmm. get that that kind of response is very normal. Do you feel like, um, yeah, I was gonna say, do you feel like that is a general thing? Like, because you are doing what is perceived as stereotypically quite a male role in music, which is managing an artist or artist, do you feel like you come across that attitude? Uh, yeah and no. I think in whatever you do, I think, like, if you work in PR, for instance, I guess the time I experience it most is if I'm doing a meeting with an artist that I work with. Yeah and we're in a meeting with a bunch of guys, the conversation will always get directed to the artist. Mm -hmm. And like, for instance- and not to you. Yeah, and it's like, you know, what am I here for? Yeah. And it's always like, obviously I'm there to kind of help them, but it's like, I'm really fortunate that I work with like, all my roster as guys, and mm -hmm. I'm fortunate that they will kind of really respect me and kind of trust my judgment on things. And like, uh. they always say like, I'm as much as part of their project as mm -hmm. I am with like, the other way well, yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't even be a consideration, should it? I, I feel so frustrated that there aren't more female producers and um, because... I, think, I, I actually think there are a lot, but they just don't really get like... They're not really brought in on projects. Yeah, or... they do their own thing. Yeah, it's like, well, it's not even that. I think labels will just always go to the people that everyone uses. Yeah. And it's like they won't really oh, bring someone same new Same with songwriters, pretty Exactly. Much. It's like, you know, they'll do the full circle. Hence why I'm doing this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Um, no, I, I I, think I was really, really impressed with how you handled that. Didn't really? you get didn't you get asked to like speak to the press and things like that? Or? Yeah, like The Guardian. Someone had of given my number Guardian. to The Guardian. Guardian. And they were like, we want to do a think piece. And I was like, so, oh. and you know what, you're just kind of like, it's not that deep. Like, but it is deep. It no, but is. you know you like there's worse things going on in the world. I'm not like sat at home crying, but equally, but I had equally, to give a yeah. comment to the independent, and they because I, I said I wasn't that bothered, meaning mm -hmm. I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. Not bothered, uh, exactly. You did the right thing, and it was. I mean, they did use the worst picture of me. Oh no! It's like this one. I was like off my face at like Global Catherine. What's that? Stratford upon Avon. Oh, lovely. It was like some kind of, I think it was like a happy hardcore like festival. Do you like happy hardcore? Is that your favourite genre of music? Oh, it's definitely, I mean, I'm just going to top you up. Telford used to do like Oak and Gates used to do like happy hardcore raves and it'd be like Ugh. Darren from Woodside with oh, my teeth God. and four kids. So people don't know about this. So <laughs> I, I, maybe I shouldn't even explain um, what Woodside is. I think it is. gives the gist anyway. It does. Um, well, let, I just would love to toast your your um, success and Woo! the way you handled that <laughs> and um, yeah congrats I'm just gonna neck this <laughs> oh are you enjoying it I think it's all right actually I still got my chewing gum in so it's kind of like do you minty. want a tissue no it's fine do you want a tissue I, I, I've only blown in this once <laughs> it's just like gobbing just, in your just tissue. put it in my hand I don't mind right there we go just popped it in there my I don't know if you know this one of the um side effects of hay fever is you just get bleeding noses all the time. What? I just thought you had like runny or like... No, so what well, I do, nose. it's all to do with like sinuses and things like that. So everyone thinks I've got like a drug problem because <laughs> my nose is constantly bleeding. And I will keep talking about this until I feel, I feel better <laughs> and I want everyone to know so they feel sorry for me. Um, so I have asked you to prepare uh, three songs. I'm going to give you my aux cable. Okay. And I want you to... I think I, the brief was they were songs that are pretty much are universally panned by everyone. 
and uh, you are going to play them and we're going to talk about them and you're going to tell me why you think actually they are some Amazing. of the best fucking songs that have ever been released. <laughs> so I, yeah, did, what did you, what was your first selection? Well, actually, I think I texted you like this. Did you? The other night. Well, let me just, did you? Yeah. It was like the first thing that I was like, this is the one I picked. Oh, was, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So it's The Queen. Yes. Do you want to say it? <laughs> let me just let me just check my phone. I think you posted it on Facebook. Oh, like, fucking hell. Amy Stoot or Stut. I always used to say Stud, just missed the What? Yeah. She sounded kind of like badass. Just Amy Stud. Amy Stud. So for those that don't know, Amy Stud. When when I was younger, in like two thousand two, she was kind of the UK's answer to Avril Lavigne, yeah. right? And it's really... Um, well, her first song was, like, quite angsty. Angsty, and, like, like, she wore a lot of, like, black eyeliner. Like, very punk and, and, like... Yes, like, a lot of, like, stripes, like, black and purple stripes. And, yeah. And it was around the same time of Avril Lavigne. And I think she was 19 management, which is obviously Simon Fuller. Oh, really? Yeah, so I think it was a big major label operation, but they tried to make it look really cool. But I think that's what... Uh, Avril was about as well. Yeah, and like I think Avril, trained. yeah, probably just pulled it off a little bit better, and she was an angsty teen. But I've got to say, I, you sent me the the link to to her, and I I was reacquainted with Amstead, and I listened to her album again. So my boyfriend's a really big fan of hers because his number one is Avril Lavigne. So obviously anything that's sub yeah. Avril, he loves. Oh, is that one of the mopeds? Oh. No. Um, and he, uh, yeah, he told me that it was Karen Poole who wrote a lot of. Um, oh really? Who who I've worked with once, and and uh, she's written a lot for Kylie Minogue, and uh, I can't remember, but she's she's really big in the game. But she's most famous for being a member of Alicia's Attic, which who that takes us back even more to like '96 or whatever. And they were a duo, a sister sister duo, and. They were just amazing, and their songs were like really angsty and quite poppy, and 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 but they never really blew up in the way that I thought they should. So Av- I think like, that kind of music's quite hard to break over here, though. Yeah, it's quite American in a way, and yeah, and very almost like Alanis Morissette levels of like um, confessional writing, yeah. and and uh, I always thought Amy Stud's album or Stud's album was like an extension of Alicia's. Attic, which was great, and she deserved more success. The other thing that I thought was a bit weird was that she sang in a British accent, but then she'd say, like, can't in a song. Yeah, and like, oh my god, but have you seen the album artwork cover? Yeah. Have you seen her nails? No. Sorry, it's like minor details, Hang but on. look at the nails. Let me bring it up. You play the song, and I'll bring, okay. I will bring up Amy Studd's nails. What's the name of the album? Oh, um, oh, it's got a stupid name. Hold on. Do you oh, want to guess it before I It's tell something you? like Selfish Thoughts. I can't remember what it is. Selfish... False Smiles. Yeah. So, this so angst. Very angst. This is under the thumb, isn't it? The nails. Oh, wow. She doesn't have any. <laughs>
like, I think it is very, a bit no doubt as well. gave joy to many. She really did. <laughs> yeah, just the minorities that are still in 2017 yes. still listen to this. Misfit, what a song. <laughs> to Amy Studd. Amy. We never love forgotten. you. Never forgotten. So good. This bit, this this middle eight is very. I can just imagine Avril like standing in a crowd of people. You know, like that. What's the video like with you? Where like everyone's oh. going. It's really like. Why don't you quick. play Avril then? Why did we get the no, pan, because, pan shot Avril? Because I actually think for Amy. I like it. I like your thinking. What a song! Woo! Well, well Amy. done, Amy. Amy, Stood. if Amy Stud, if you're listening, come back. We love you. You're an Maybe amazing artist. Come as a guest. And I bet she's only like 20 now, because she was like one when that was released. Yeah, well, it's kind of weird that the first song was just a little girl, and she literally just a little girl. Um, I can just remember the video because it was quite like weird. Do you think Amy had media training like Avril Lavigne? <laughs> I mean. What I think that I am, I think that I'm just a rock chick, and I like to rock out. I like to throw shit around. <laughs> Through. I like to go nuts. I like to lose myself it's just on the stage. Whole, like, chair the I like to scream. I like to holler. I like to break things. I like to yell. I like to get my anger out, and <laughs> you know what? This is so everyone has their opinion on everybody. Did she, oh, we missed the bit where she goes, oh, did I say that right? Where she's like, I'm just a punk. Did I say that right? Oh, it's so media trained. But yeah, song two. What was your next um, song? Okay. No, cause I guess because it's Friday. Yeah. We can like take it up a notch. Take it up a level. So, We've actually got quite a lot of this to get through, but I'll wait until you finish all your selections. Okay. Yes. Well, actually, I do need a top up. Oh, so. she does. All right. Hint, hint. <laughs> you can take the girl so, out of Telford. <laughs> There you go. Let's just so, get that chance. You know, actually, Aldi have been voted the next, uh, they've been voted top wine selection in the UK. I won't hear that word in this house, <laughs> I'm afraid. 
We we only shop at Waitrose here. <laughs> we are aspirational. The Telford has gone. I don't know if you know this, but my boyfriend's from Bath. So, I'm, yeah, I'm an aspirational middle class person now. And I only shop at Waitrose and MS. So if you say Aldi once more, you're out the door. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that brings me to my second choice. Okay. Is it um, Scooter? Yes. Ah! Eyebrow piercings, leather yes. jackets. Scooter. Um, I mean, obviously, Aldi are German as well. Yeah, exactly. Imagine, you know, Aldi wine, German. But actually, they sold out a tour, like, last year. And I, I went actually went to Kentish Town and just saw they were on, like, the week after and just kind of wished I'd gone. You're amazing. This sounds like an appliance in my kitchen. <laughs> it's just the angst in this tune. And I you... really hope this isn't the extended version, Emma. It kind of is. No, this is seven minutes long. No, but it's because there isn't the radio version. Um, maybe if you shut up and then just talk from there. I'm going to have to cut half of this. So why do you think this is good? Um, and maybe it's because I'm from Telford and they just used to do loads of happy hardcore raids. Yes, that was a thing. My friend Karen has always used to go to Happy Hardcore. I don't know why I just used to be drawn to it. It was just, I think maybe it was the fluffy boots. Yeah. And they were a thing. And then just kind of like guys with my teeth. They looked like fun to dance with. And they'd go and like. But also, I just remember like logical songs such as like Banger. And this yes. came out. I just remember the video of them dancing. When did this come out? Um, I don't even know. Probably like 2005, maybe? 2006? Was this a hit? I think Logical Song was probably more of a hit. This is like was this post hit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I don't even know what he's saying. It's German, isn't it? It's talking in German. It's the best line. I really don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> Maybe it's, you know... It's weird because he like incorporates classical music a lot. Well that's the thing, it's like very like melodic. And, and he always has that like old school microphone. Oh my god. I, I literally feel like I'm in Telford. <laughs> in a souped up voxel Corsa. Subwoofers. With like subwoofers and neon lights <laughs> underneath. <laughs> yeah. On Tesco Carpark. And I am literally doing, what do they call those skid things? The figures of eight that they do? Uh oh, um, I don't know. We're so, oh, I just don't know. See, I shop at Waitrose. <laughs> I'm still like 12 with all the It's very like football hooligan. Yeah. Which is, uh, yeah, again, like, I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, maybe it's because it's Friday. So you think this is, this is going to lift us up? I'm still waiting for that plumber to come <laughs> fix my toilet. It's still broken. Maybe this would encourage him to do it quicker. We'd encourage him to leave. Exactly. Maybe he's from Germany. Maybe he'll love this. Yeah, I'm quite intrigued. I would actually quite like to go to a scooter show, though. I would. Just I love the logical song. No, but it's like great. purely to see the type of people that went there. Like my friend, I went for a beer with him the other day and he went and he was like, it's just guys and like long leather jackets. 
Do you have an eyebrow piercing? No. TJM. I would never have an eyebrow I mean, I say I like it, I like it on a scooter, but I know you said about an eyebrow piercing. And I think I would like not talk to you again if you had it done. Yeah. Anything on the face is just no. I might get my nose done one day. Feel like what, that like a of, ring or a stitch? Like a ring, yeah. I feel like that goes with my aesthetic. It depends how big the ring is though, if it's like very low key. I wouldn't want to ruin my nose though. Yeah. No, but that's the thing, what if you went like monkey or... I know, which it probably would, knowing me. Yeah. I feel like I've heard enough of Scooter <laughs> now. Um, I think that you have lifted my spirits though, and I feel like I'm flying. I never want to hear that again, <laughs> sort of vibe. Trash. And what was your third choice for the uh, aux cable? Well, we can thank Eddie Murphy. Oh, is this something to do with Mel B? No. So, Eddie did a song in like the 80s, I think. Eddie Murphy, the comedian. Yeah, as a nutty professor. As, yeah. Um, and then it got sampled. <gasps> oh, I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and it brings us to Pat, aka Party of the Time. Oh my god. But I kind of just like that it's like spelt down to Pat with a double T. This really takes me back to when I was at Liverpool University. <laughs> This reached number eight on the UK chart in 2006. Number eight? I'm quite surprised it went that high. Yeah, I mean, that. it's classic, but... When you went out in Telford, where did you go? Was it Wellington? Oh, yes, the station. Oh, did I go... Do you know what? I got thrown out once from um, a club for going in the girls' toilets <laughs> in Telford, which, are, you know, fair enough, rules are rules, but I was like, no, I'm gay, let me in. But, you know, rules are rules. What club? I can't remember, but I feel like it was in Wellington. Pussycats? Puss yeah, it was Pussycats. Awful name. And the, it was around the time of this kind of when music. When DJ Wanker used to DJ in the Was that in. his name? Yeah, DJ D Wanker? Yeah, big up DJ Wanker. Cheers to we... Wee Jay Dank on the tips. On tips. <laughs> I feel like this neatly brings us on to, if we're talking about 2006, I feel like this brings us on very neatly to something else I wanted to talk to you about because I know you're a very big fan of Big Brother. Yeah. And I think it peaked around about 2006, 2005, which is yeah. when this music was very popular. You know, there's, do you remember that, uh, that season with Nadia, that was 2004. No, she... I think that was 2004, the year before. Was it? I think, yeah. And that is when I really started to love Big Brother. Yeah. I think that's the most classic one with Nadia. Yes. And who who else was in that year? Ahmed. Ahmed, or who Ahmed. smashed plates. Yeah. And um, Marco. 
and Emma and Michelle in the Victor. bed to Victor, iconic Stuart Victor. under the table. Michelle and Michelle. No, uh, Michelle and Stuart yeah. did it under the table. Yeah, and you just saw the foot moving. And she was like an incredibly like jealous kind of woman, right? Yeah, and very intense Geordie. And I remember when she was in the bed sit next door and she was watching him. But that never happened before when they went in the bed sit. No, this is the first. Such an iconic moment. Yes, and it actually ended up in someone getting removed from the house. Which I could imagine, if you were in that situation and you were with people for like two or three weeks and you started to build these like tentative bonds with people and then they put you in a different room where you can see, where you can see everything that they're saying and they think you've gone and you know I would have gone mental definitely when but I was also like, it's like you don't have a phone you don't have anything to watch other than people slag you up and they just gave them shitloads of alcohol this really takes me three back three litres of white wine and three litres of red wine naked jacuzzi naked jacuzzi oh. no naked jacuzzi miss <laughs> oh my god, iconic. I want to hear that again. It's also the facial expression. No naked jacuzzi-ness. Oh, Michelle, that accent. Did you remember, do you remember when she sang P.A. Jesu or Jesu or whatever and she kept singing Oh yeah, when Hi she, Jesus. Oh yeah, when she was doing the wedding with Shell. Oh, oh so good. Oh. So so oh, good. I can remember I was in Aberystwyth watching those episodes yes. that had gone away. In a caravan. I, yeah, as you do. Yeah. And I can remember it was the night when they were doing the wedding and Shell was crying. There was food yeah. all over the floor because Jay because no Victor didn't want to dance with her. Yes. And it was just so emotional. The whole thing was like really wrought with emotions. And, and I can remember Jason, the stripper. Oh. He went in. Oh. It's them. I'm gonna go to the window. <laughs> I'm going to the window. I've got to get their license plate, Emma. <laughs> He's actually getting it. Fuck's sake. They are just the worst. You know what, when I track them down, there's gonna be hell to Are they pay. like kids? They are kids, they should be in school. Listen, that is so disturbing. I'm trying to record a podcast. <laughs> anyway, that was iconic. What was it, the, the year after that, that was the year of Derek. Craig, oh, Mikozy. Yes. Yeah, Mikozy and Anthony. The, she was banging her body and she she was just, didn't she think she was pregnant? Well, yeah, she point? slept with Anthony in the jacuzzi. And she then did. She, and then like a week later, she thought she was, well, no, wasn't it like two days? Yes. It's a long time in the Big Brother house. So do you ever get like um, confused for like celebrities or famous people? Like do people ever say, Emma J. Marsh, you look like so and so. Do you ever get that? No, never. I See, just always get the like hairstyle of like Jesse J back oh, in the yeah. day or like Katy Perry. Ashley Simpson. Ashley Simpson. I get, oh, you know, some, I get sometimes uh, James Franco, which is highly complimentary. Sometimes, you know, when I put my glasses on, people are like, oh, you look a bit like Johnny Depp, and I like my ego explodes. <laughs> but the one person I get is Craig from Big Brother. What? Yes, 2005. Craig, the one that fancied Anthony, Anthony or whatever. As in you. Yeah, I get that all the time. As in you. <laughs> yeah. You. I am not a provoking starter. And it's really weird because I can see it, like, facially. When I shave my hair off and I carry a bit Have more weight. Have you got weight. a picture of this? Um, I don't. But I, I mean... I, I w I'll show, I'd I'll love to see this and do like a proper comparison. I, I mean, I don't have one right now, but I will show you when, when we stop recording. But believe me, and I will tweet this for everyone so they can see, I literally look like Craig from Big Brother. And it's 
you know, it's something that I'm not ashamed of. I thought he was... He was the best one of that whole one, so that's He was. I mean, the thing, the thing that people... Oh, they're back. So the thing... <laughs> I told you this <laughs> They're doing the skids like They're right. doing it. They're doing oh, it on purpose. The thing I thought that was most... People don't often realise this about Craig, but the most fascinating thing is that he genuinely believed that Earth was settled by aliens from the TV programme Stargate SG-1. This is the truth. And he thought that um, they came down to the planet Earth. And anyway, he explains this. Do you remember Sam? You probably wouldn't, the girl. Sam. This is him explaining like how like the Earth was settled. Well, the alien were apparently, apparently supposed to be the ones that um, brought us to Earth from another planet. Oh. Evidently. And apparently there was an uprise and another alien race come and exterminated them. But they didn't realise that they had a colony on Earth. Oh. <laughs> that was like the end. It's like, oh. oh my god, can you believe that's real? Oh god. Right. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. I did actually Google the other day what people like. So. He was a hairdresser, wasn't he? Yeah, I, I, I can't remember what Kinga's doing now. Oh, I think. Kinga. She had a relationship with Kamal. Do you remember that was a thing? Oh my god, really? Yes. And now Kamal has transitioned and is uh, a woman. I don't know what her name is. I can't remember, but I know it's something incredible. I, I did actually get this. She was in a big article on like, The Guardian. Shout out again. Who, Kamal? No, uh, Kinga. We actually have a bottle right here, Emma. Would you? I mean, um, I'm not here to little, impress anyone. Little top up. <laughs> god, you are getting through this, aren't you? I barely had one sip. So the year after that was obviously, I think possibly my favourite year of, of Big Brother, which was Ashleen, Nikki, P, Pete, Glyn. Oh my God, was Glyn in that one? Glyn, yeah. And actually this clip I wanted to play because I absolutely love it. Uh, the manipulation in Nikki's voice. This is her having her like standard rant, but listen to this, it's so classic. Can you let me out so I can get Glyn? Glyn, can you come here please? Oh, I can feel the dreams coming in! That's so intense! It goes from like and, zero uh, to hundred. Zero to hundred. Glyn! Oh god, she's absolutely amazing. And then she's just kind of inaudible at the end. I know. Did you like Nikki? I know a lot of people. No, I loved her. I like. But I equally liked Ashleen. I loved Ashleen. You better like, know yourself, girl. But it's just like, I think it was because they were so polar opposites. It was like less emotion from Ashleen, mm -hmm. which was amazing. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think those three were the most like iconic ones. But I've got to say, I think Emma Willis is great. Yeah, I think they're very different. I think Davina's very kooky. It's and just because Emma's from Birmingham. I won't hear a bad yeah. word. I won't hear a bad word. I'm trying to remember if this clip is funny or not. What are you trying to do to us? What are you trying to do? Can you fucking... How are we supposed to get out of bed in the morning with the fucking aircon? It's a blizzard. I'm going to catch a cold. My fucking gun! Take it anymore! I fucking can't! It's the last two days! Please stop being assholes! <laughs> Wasn't... Didn't Nikki hate that chick Hazel? Come on, because I know Big Brother Inside Out. I've never... Don't you remember... Hey, are you sure it's Hazel? Was she like a big, big girl? No, she was like... And she burped a lot. No, she's like No, oh, was she the... She won Susie. Susie, Why Hazel? I don't know. I think maybe because I said Hazel before, and I think... Susie. Susie. Yeah. Wasn't it Nikki that hated her? Yeah, Nikki fucking hated her. Why? Susie's the originator of the who is she, who is she. Yeah, that's... Yeah. yeah, oh my god. But so why she did won she hate her though? Because she she just came in off like the whole Kit Kat thing. She won a golden ticket or something. That and was and it. she I think she thought that her place was like undeserved or whatever. 
Yeah, but she was a lot older as well, so it was really weird. Oh, is this going down nice? I'm starting to feel a bit gaggy from this. You get carpet money for this shit. I know. Rose, we should probably finish off this I loved how you said that. Rose. Do, I mean, I feel like, would you ever go on, Big Brother? If, if it all went tits what? up. I actually did think about it, but I don't think I'd be liked that well. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. We've almost completed this one. Well, I feel like we have to complete it before we finish the podcast. Is It just feel a little bit like when you drink in the day, do you know, when your face is a little bit hot? Hmm. And you're a bit sweaty. But it's a bit muggy. But I, I'm so. gonna cook us um, some brunch, which is nice. That shows you how early this is, guys. <laughs> um, Hold on, I'm actually just checking the time, just to check. It's 20 past three. Oh, that is lovely. that picking that up? <laughs> the heavens have opened. The heavens have opened, guys. Oh my god. It's a sign. I think it's all that Craig talk about aliens and... It's... yeah. <laughs> no. That is torrential. <laughs> that is really torrential. It is quite soothing. Um, I what I might do is see if there's another thunderclap. <laughs> oh, oh, it's right above us. Should go run, run outside. Very Ricky Martin. Just go and dance in it. Yeah, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin, eat your heart out. Chris Martin eat your heart out. Love Chris Martin. Ooh, that's a good one. Oh, that's someone's door closing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it does sound quite dramatic. Anyway, I think what I might do is move the microphone inside and. I will just say thank you very much for joining me today, Emma. Um, just before the heavens have opened. Oh, it's going bust. It really is getting. <laughs> that was a, a lightning then. I'm actually known as the Queen of Darkness, oh, so yeah. uh, I feel like I brought the weather with me. You certainly have. Wow, what a dramatic ending to the second <laughs> episode of Bottle Pop. Thank you very much, everyone. And hopefully, Woo! yes, we'll... Have fun and create. I will. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> Bye. Bye.